fashion nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. From Washington, D.C., welcome to the 2020 Republican National Convention. Tonight, celebrating America as the land of promise. With his boundless love of our country and all our people, his disciplined work ethic, his exceptional ability to inspire, and his deep understanding of our system of government and the strength of American values is the man we can trust to preserve and even improve our way of life. He is one of the most loyal human beings I have ever met. The man has unstoppable energy. No one, and I mean no one, is going to outwork this guy. But most importantly, he truly loves and believes in our country. He believes in the people of this country. He sees greatness in our country, too, and in each of you. He believes the world you dream about at night can be yours. He truly is a man of the people. He is so unapologetic about his beliefs that he has caused me and countless Americans to take a hard look at our own convictions and ask ourselves, what do we stand for? What kind of America do we want to leave for our children? As we come tonight, our country is facing trouble. Tens of thousands are in the path of a deadly storm. The pandemic has gripped millions of hearts with fear. We're divided. Joe Biden is weak. He's a Trojan horse with Bernie, AOC, Pelosi, Black Lives Matter, and his party's entire left wing just waiting to execute their pro-criminal, anti-police, socialist policies. You are the reason my father fights with all of his heart and all of his might. You are the reason he ran for president in the first place. And you are the reason he is going to keep fighting for four more years. We will make America safer. We will make America stronger. We will make America prouder. And we will make America greater than ever before. And then the fireworks. <laughs> I have to tell you about that. I don't know. The speeches yesterday, Ivanka, Giuliani, Donald Trump himself coming out in front of the White House with, I mean, how many flags? I have to tell you, it's almost like they said, hey, let's get a boatload of flags. And then they went up there and said, you know what we need is more flags. They had 1,500 people on the White House lawn. They had fireworks going off. They had big Trump pen signs. It was the whole thing yesterday, the the culmination of the RNC on the uh, South Lawn of the White House in Washington, D.C. last night, and the incredible fireworks display that happened afterward. This whole thing, it was twofold. It was there for there, well, actually, I guess there were three reasons. Number one was for Donald Trump to formally accept the nomination for president of the United States for another four years. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, something that needs to be done, something that needed to be done and something that he absolutely did. Then it was, of course, to set forth his agenda and explain why this country not only needs 
four more years of Donald Trump, but would be destroyed by four years potentially of Joe Biden as president of the United States. So it was setting forth what happens in the next 10 weeks till Election Day. And then, of course, the third and the most exciting part of this whole thing was it was really supposed to annoy every single member of the media, every single Democrat, every single Biden supporter, everybody who is anti-Trump was supposed to be totally ticked off by the spectacle that was the RNC, and they succeeded brilliantly. All I heard while I was watching this was, Donna, this is a this is a horrible a violation of the White House protocol. Look at this. Never before have we seen a political spectacle like this on the White House lawn. What is, you know, this is definitely unheard of. There's the White House and Donald Trump with his name literally on the White House. It wasn't on the White House. It was in front of the White House. But with the camera angle, it kind of looked like it was. It was really it was really something that Donald Trump had planned. And, you know, this guy, the president of the United States was in on this from beginning to end because he needed to prove, number one, he's the president. Number two, he's really good at it. And number three, he expects to be the president for the next four years. And he doesn't care what anyone else thinks. And if he can't go to a rally, he'll bring the rally to his backyard. And if he can't go out and meet the people, he'll bring the people there. And if he can't have Trump pent signs and in Charlotte or here in Jacksonville at Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena and an array of flags on a big stage, you know, in, in some, you know, in, in Charlotte, for example, if he can't do that, he's going to do it right there at home. And he doesn't care what anyone else thinks about it. And man, the media, they had some thoughts about it. <laughs> they, were, they were they were definitely not happy. Oh, and the fireworks and fireworks. That was the piece de resistance. I have to tell you. These fireworks go off at the end of the speech, and everyone knew the fireworks were going to happen. Everybody knew the fireworks were part of the spectacle. We knew that they had the people setting them up. We know that the RNC filed for the permit. It was going to be a fireworks display that was unforgettable. I don't think anyone knew that Donald Trump was going to have the pyrotechnicians spell out Trump 2020 in fireworks above the Washington, D.C. sky. Which to me was, that is the, imagine being a Democrat in Washington, D.C., a Chuck Schumer, a Nancy Pelosi, a Jerry Nadler, an Adam Schiff. Imagine being any one of these clowns. And you're there late at night and you're watching this speech and all of a sudden you hear, poo, 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 poo. And you look out your window and you see fireworks off the south line of the White House. And then all of a sudden, poo, 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 Trump 2020. Just lit up across the sky. It, you, you really, I imagine several heads exploded. I imagine several uh, guts were busted after this happened. And I imagine there will be, oh, I guarantee there will be, there will be Senate subcommittee meetings and congressional uh, hearings about the Trump 2020 fireworks. I mean, they're already investigating Mike, Mike Pompeo's speech. They're already investigating the use of the White House for this speech as a violation of the Hatch Act. I guarantee that when they get to work today, somebody is going to file a motion of complaint about Donald Trump using fireworks to spell out Trump 2020 from the White House above the city of Washington, D.C. It was it was phenomenal and it was a fantastic way to end the RNC. Uh, in addition to all of that, we have another big reason to celebrate today. It's Friday! And this is the Marques Show, 855-765-1045. We, highlights from the speech, we got them. We, and they had some fire. They really brought, I mean, not just the fireworks, but they brought the best speakers for last. Dana White 
uh, came in, uh, UCF Dana White, he came in with, a, a, I mean, really an energetic and impassioned speech about Donald Trump, not just the leader, but Donald Trump the person and Donald Trump the American. You had Rudy Giuliani, who, again, a lot of people, this is the thing, when you, when you watch the RNC, the media's job is not to report on what's going on. The media's job is to literally find fault with everything. This is their job. I don't know how you I don't know how you apply for this position. I don't know how you get it. I don't know. I don't know what the protocols are like. I, I guess they're sitting in a meeting and, you know, mostly mostly we sit in meetings. We go, what are we going to talk about today? Well, this is going on. Well, that's going on. Fake news Friday. We got to do some what the bleep. OK, great. Do we have any open mics? Yeah, we got a couple. Let's play those, too. But it, but if you're CNN or MSNBC or or even NBC with this peacock, any of these other networks, you must go into a meeting before the RNC and go, OK, guys, listen, everything that happens, we got to find fault with it. Because because Rudy Giuliani came out to speak about nine, maybe nine twenty, maybe nine fifteen. He comes out and he starts to speak and he gives a really, again, an impassioned speech as the former mayor of New York City, the guy who who cleaned up New York. Rudy Giuliani, if anyone's going to be really ticked off, it's got to be Rudy Giuliani because Rudy Giuliani fought tooth and nail for eight years. He every time he did something, he got pushback, but he cleaned up the city of New York. He cleaned up the homeless population. He cleaned up the drugs. He brought crime down. He brought back the tourists. Times Square. Forget about it. It was beautiful. It was like Disney World during Rudy Giuliani's reign. He got the, the, the beggars off the streets, the cab drivers. He cleaned up the cabs. He created something called the Cab Riders Bill of Rights. And he made sure that every single taxi cab in New York City was clean. And every driver was not rude and that every person who came in from around the world was safe. And New York City was the safest big city in the world under Rudy Giuliani. And now it's one of the most dangerous places in the world under Bill de Blasio. It's everything that Rudy Giuliani worked hard for. And he got ripped to shreds in the press. He got torn apart in the press. But he fought hard for New York City, which he loved anyway. And it's exactly what you're seeing with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is cleaning up the United States of America, and he is getting ripped to shreds at every minute. So Rudy Giuliani walks out, and I'm watching CNN, and I get he gets done with his speech. They cut away early because Rudy Giuliani was just too good and making too much sense, and he was too inspirational. He was, he was really, I imagine there's a lot of people that were watching the Rudy Giuliani speech who were maybe on the fence between Biden and, and, and Donald Trump. And while they were watching Rudy Giuliani, they must have been like, you know, you know, I'm going to go with Trump. So the, the networks, a lot of them cut away right before Giuliani finished. And on CNN, Wolf Blitzer turns to Jake Tapper and says, what do you think? And Jake Tapper goes, you know, this is a prime spot. They didn't give it to an up and coming senator. They didn't give it to an up and coming congressman. They gave it to Rudy Giuliani. And that to me, uh, that to me said it all. They're all they're trying to find fault with everything. No, they didn't mention the fact that everything Rudy Giuliani said about New York City's demise and the demise of other big, popular, rich and, and vibrant American cities under Democratic control that you know was all true. And that the, the premonitions of what could happen to the United States under more Democrat control, not less, but more with Joe Biden leading the charge, being the Trojan horse for socialism. It, they didn't mention anything about that. All they could all they were confounded by was the fact that they would give this prime spot to Rudy Giuliani and not some senator who nobody knows who's trying to win an, a, a race somewhere. It just, I just and thank God the RNC is over because the media, they don't have to sit around and try to become negative 
Well, you know what? I guess they're still probably going to. They're still probably going to do that. Quick break. We got to take a quick break already. I'm sorry. It's a very exciting day. That was a great RNC. It was a one of a kind virtual RNC that I think was, I think personally was very well done, very inspiring. And I'm excited for the rest of the campaign, which for Donald Trump and Mike Pence starts today. And for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris starts like a week from Monday. Maybe. Maybe. We'll tell you. We'll tell you all about that here. In just a minute, 855-765-1045 is our number, 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break. We'll get to the speech. We'll get to your calls. We'll get to some fake news Friday. We'll get to it all right here on the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. He'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. It is Friday, which is always uh, very exciting. We got everyone's really excited and jazzed about the speech and the DNC being over and the RNC. Now we're heading into the campaign. Ten weeks, a bit of solid, hardcore campaigning, and we got a uh, we got a, we were in a bunch of open mics too. We got it. Let's see, this one is uh, oh here it is a good one. Well, Joe Biden's got all doom and gloom. Donald Trump's got uplifting and looking forward for a brighter America. And that was really one of the um, that was really one of the undertones of the entire RNC was Amer- and you know the fact that Joe Biden went first was a real it, that really I think was uh, a detriment to his campaign. Not that he even really has a campaign, but if he had one, it would be a detriment to his campaign because Donald Trump literally stole some of Joe Biden's lines and twisted them around on him, like when he said we were cloaked in darkness. And Donald Trump literally came out yesterday and said, you know, the Democrats think we're cloaked in darkness, but America is the big, bright, shining light to the rest of the world, which is 100 percent true. When you look at how many people are coming to America every single day, every single, you know, all the immigrants that we get from everywhere, all the people trying to cross the border illegally and legally. Not everyone's an illegal immigrant, but some are legal. You know, all these people, it's not because they want to come to a place that's cloaked in darkness. It's because they want to come to the biggest, brightest, lightest, most amazing country on the planet. And that's really what we're looking at. Uh, That's really what we're looking at going forward. 855-765-1045. We will get to some of the Trump clips here in just a second. First, though, Linda's in Pennsylvania. Hi, Linda. How are you? Hi, how are you, Mark? I just wanted to tell you I look forward to your show every day. Oh, wow. Thanks. That makes two of us. I really, I really do, and I love your T-shirt today. Oh, yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. But I wanted to tell you, last night after the RNC, they took phone calls. I couldn't believe how many Democrats called in and said they are voting for Trump. Anybody. These Democrats, if they watch both sides, they have to have something loose in their head if they're not going to vote for Trump. Yeah. No, I don't understand it. And I don't know if you know much about Pennsylvania, but we're having a lot of trouble with Wolf and Levine and the car show that they had. And uh, I'm going to the rally in Harrisburg on September 12th. I can't wait. Oh, listen, listen, Linda, you're going to have a blast. And yeah, Pennsylvania, you know, it went Trump last time around and it was really you guys were really the uh, the pinnacle for the last four years of our presidency. Um, Hopefully you guys can do it all again. But listen. Pennsylvania, there's a lot of these Democrats. I was watching yesterday, too. And, I, you know, when I try to keep I try to be unbiased, I try to, like, 
Because when I try to make a decision about whether somebody's a good politician or not, you know, the, the, the pomp and circumstance is exciting. The fireworks are great. The speech is uplifting. But you really have to look at what they've accomplished, what they say they're going to do, and if they're going to be able to actually do it and if it's good for you. And when you look at what Donald Trump has done and what he says he's going to do in the next four years, I don't understand how anyone would not want to vote for that. We have the list. In fact, we'll get we'll get to some of the quotes here in just a minute. We'll get to the list of the items on his uh, on his agenda. But it just doesn't make any sense that anybody would not want what Donald Trump is offering up for the United States of America. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. The Republican Party condemns the rioting, looting, arson, and violence we have seen in Democrat-run cities all, like Kenosha. Minneapolis, Portland, Chicago, and New York, and many others. Many of That's Donald Trump speaking yesterday at the White House, accepting formally the uh, RNC nomination for president once again. <laughs> oh, man. That speech by Donald Trump. You know what was so amazing about that speech is that everything he said about Joe Biden, he's actually saying that about himself. That was very well spoken. That was very succinct. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But uh, Joe, Joe Biden was clearly the target of the speech yesterday, not just Joe Biden, but the Democrats, because you have to keep in mind when you're Donald Trump and you're running uh, in this election, you're not just running against Joe Biden, because as we know, Joe Biden is truly the puppet. Joe Biden is the empty. Sh- it's like Rudy Giuliani kept referring to him as a uh, as a Trojan horse, which is probably that's probably one of the best ways to describe him. He's a Trojan horse with Bernie, AOC, Pelosi, Black Lives Matter and his party's entire left wing just waiting to execute their pro-criminal anti-police socialist policies. And I have to tell you, this is really I mean, this is something that you have to really realize that on this is not an election of trump versus biden you've got donald trump is fighting all these uh, joe biden he's only got to fight one person donald trump he doesn't have to overcome the republicans because half the republicans don't like donald trump either his target is donald trump 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 all day long bad bad trump bad 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 trump with donald trump it's not just joe biden he's got to fight he's got to fight the democrats He's got to fight the socialist Democrats. He's got to fight Black Lives Matter. He's got to fight defunding the police. He's got to fight everybody. He's got to fight all of these protesters and rioters. He's got to fight Antifa. It's everybody. There's so many groups. AOC, Pelosi, everyone is against him. And Joe Biden probably, Joe Biden is probably the least of his problems. Joe Biden is probably the easiest hurdle to overcome. So when you see the when you see the polls being as close as they are, like a one, they're basically a statistical dead heat nationally in a new poll and a dead heat overall. When you look at individual swing states, which are really going to decide this election this time around, when you look at what's going on, you have to realize Donald Trump, this one guy is taking on half the country and, and major parts of the world while everybody else is beating up on him. And that's why it shows it. I mean, it's such a David and Goliath battle, but it's such an important one. And Donald Trump, he does blame Biden for everything, because let's face it, Biden and the Democrats, and they have to be rolled together because they are one. When when it's when it's Donald Trump in the White House, what do we know? Donald Trump makes the decisions. 
How do we know that? Because there's lots of turnover in the White House, because there's lots of angry Republicans in the White House, because there's lots of angry Democrats in the White House, and stuff gets done. Donald Trump makes decisions based on what he thinks is best for the American people. That's why people hate him so much. Joe Biden makes no decisions. The Democrats are the ones making the decisions for Joe Biden. The Democrats, they're the ones that picked Kamala Harris. The Democrats are the ones that told him not to go anywhere. The Democrats are the ones that are trying to get him to avoid debates. We'll t- we have more on that coming up here in just a minute. Nancy Pelosi literally said, don't debate Donald Trump. There should be no debates. She said that. Joe Biden spoke about it yesterday, too. So we'll get into all that. But Donald Trump is fighting the entire Democrat Party. And and his speech yesterday was was uh, evident of that. How can the Democrat Party ask to lead our country when it spends so much time tearing down our country? And look, this is exactly how can the Democrat? That's a very valid point. How can you as a group be looking to tear down our country, marching in the streets, throwing bricks through windows, throwing bricks at other people? Marching through the streets, lighting car dealerships on fire, lighting police cars on fire, marching through the streets, attacking mayors at their homes to the point where Lori Lightfoot in Chicago had to shut down the street to her house to protect her family. The mayor in L.A. had to cut one hundred million dollars from the police budget because protesters were surrounding his home where he and his family live. These are not people in charge of their cities. The mob is in charge of these cities. This is exactly this is what the Democrats are doing. They're tearing down America. They're tearing down the statues. They're tearing down the history. They're burning things. They're destroying things. They're trying to defund the police. And then they try to convince you that they can lead. They're going to be able to build up this economy. They don't build anything. All they do is destroy. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement and surge federal prosecutors into high crime communities. We will ban deadly sanctuary cities and ensure that federal health care is protected. This is what people want. This is the kind of thing you want from a president. This is what you want from a country. This is what you want for the next four years of your life, if not all the remaining years of your life. And in fact, uh, Donald Trump, they sent out a whole list. There's There's a bunch of things that the president said he wants to do. Donald Trump, when he accepted the nomination for the RNC for four more years, said, this is great. Thank you. We've accomplished so much. Here's what we're going to accomplish next. And Joe Biden didn't do this. Joe Biden had no agenda. Joe Biden's whole agenda was Donald Trump bad, me not bad. Donald Trump dark, me light. What is that? What does that even mean? I will govern toward the light. Okay, great. But are you going to cut my taxes? No, you're actually going to take more of them. You're going to take more money out of my pocket. I will govern toward the light. Fine, but will you keep our borders safe? No, you're going to knock them down. I will govern toward, I will be led by the light. That's not an agenda. That is a platitude. And while platitudes are great for memes or campaign events, they don't get you elected president. Donald Trump has an agenda. Here's what he laid out yesterday. Jobs. Create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. Create 1 million new small businesses. Cut taxes to boost Take home pay and keep jobs in America. Enact fair trade deals that protect American jobs. Made in America tax credits. Expand opportunity zones. Continue deregulatory agenda for energy independence. That's an agenda that I can get behind. How about you? Which one of those things, if you're a Democrat or an independent or someone who doesn't want to vote for Donald Trump, if you're a never Trumper, explain to me which one of those items do you disagree with? 
You don't want more jobs in 10 months. You don't want more new businesses. You don't want lower taxes, better uh, trade deals. You don't want more opportunity zones. I don't understand why any American would not want any of those. Eradicating COVID-19. Develop, develop a vaccine by the end of 2020. Return to normal in 2021. Make all critical medicines and supplies for healthcare workers in the United States. Refill stockpiles and prepare for future pandemics. Sounds like an amazing plan. What's Joe Biden's plan? Force everyone in the United States of America to wear for future pandemics. Sounds like an amazing plan. What's Joe Biden's plan? Force everyone in the United States of America to wear a mask. That's his plan. We're going to mandate that everyone in this country wear a mask, which, number one, you cannot do. Number two, will not help. And number three is an ineffective agenda. End our reliance on China, health care, education, draining the swamp, defending our police. It goes on and on and on. Innovate for the future. America's first foreign policy. There's there's so much to the Donald Trump presidency that's already happened and so much that's moving forward. And Joe Biden has no agenda. His only agenda is Donald Trump is bad. And he's what? He's going to go out on the campaign trail. He's going to go out from city to city and say, Donald Trump's bad. Vote for me. No, he's not. First of all, he's not going anywhere. Oh, that's the other thing. Wake up this morning. Now that the campaign, now that the RNC is over, now that the DNC is over, you know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to hit the campaign trail. You know what Donald Trump is doing? He's hitting the campaign trail. He's going to be on a plane going to New Hampshire. He's going to be flying out to Wisconsin. I'm sure I'll be in Florida. You've got Mike Pence going to Pennsylvania later today, going to Missouri or Michigan. They're headed out. That's it, man. You you have momentum. You hit the ground running. You know what Joe Biden's doing today? Nothing. You know when he's going to campaign? He said he may feel he may be prepared to campaign after Labor Day, which is this is a, a week from next Tuesday. <laughs> so so Joe Biden is done with the DNC. The RNC is, has gotten everyone fired up. It says Trump 2020 and fireworks in the sky in D.C. The America is all ready to go. We're like 10 weeks to Election Day. Donald Trump is firing up the jet. Mike Pence is flying all over the country. They're campaigning for America, selling them on this multi-point plan to keep America great. And Joe Biden is saying, you know what? I will start campaigning a week from next Tuesday. All right, Joe. See you next Tuesday. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. So I had to share this with y'all guys. Hopefully you play it on the radio because it's very funny. I work with a line company. Not going to mention any names, but I was driving through this guy's neighborhood. I sat there for a minute waiting for the rain to stop yesterday, and he heard I was listening to you guys. He got offended and got mad and called into my manager and said he was going to ban me from coming onto the street. <laughs> Good luck with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We're gonna we're gonna get that lawn guy fired. That's all right. We'll we'll get you know what? If you ever get fired for listening to this show, just give us a call, and I guarantee we'll get we'll get you at least four or five more gigs. Uh, you know, before noon, eight five five seven six five 
1045 is the number 855-765-1045. What I said about Joe Biden, by the way, that's not that's not fake news. That's really happening. Joe Biden, the, he had the DNC last week. The RNC was this week. He should have been itching, itching to get back out on the campaign trail. He should have woken up this morning and said, guys, Donald Trump just gave this amazing speech. He laid out a course for America that is going to be inspiring to people. We know he's going to get a bump in the polls. We've got to get out there and campaign. We've got to we've got to get out to the swing states. We've got to keep this lead that we have, even though I mean, it's been dwindling. It's been dwindling for months now. And I guarantee with Donald Trump's knock it out of the park speech yesterday and the, his name in lights uh, over the D.C. skyline, I guarantee that he's going to get an even bigger bump and it's going to be a, a harder row for Joe Biden to hoe. If I if I were Joe Biden, I'd wake up this morning going, where are we going? How many states can we get to this weekend? Joe Biden literally is planning to get back on the campaign trail after Labor Day. After Labor Day. Come on. That right there should tell you everything you need to know about this candidate. Despite what Donald Trump ta- ta- talked about him yesterday and despite what everyone else has said during the RNC, despite his record or lack thereof. I mean, when you have people like Bernie Sanders and AOC in your corner, when you are actively campaigning with people who want to defund the police and terrorize neighborhoods, when you have CNN and MSNBC calling your mediocre performance Thursday the best speech of your life, you've got bigger fish to fry and you've only got 10 weeks to fry them. It's insulting. It's insulting that Joe Biden isn't campaigning. If you are a a Democrat, if you're a liberal, if you're voting anti-Trump, you should be insulted that your candidate doesn't think that they need to go out and explain themselves to you and sell you on them and describe their uh, their you know perfect vision for America in the next four years. You should be insulted that they are deciding not to campaign for another week and a couple of days. Donald Trump has the job. Donald Trump has put forth an amazing convention. Donald Trump was out campaigning all last week, all this week, and guess what he's doing today? He's going back out again to meet the American people and tell them what he's going to do for them in the next four years in exchange for their vote. Rodney from Broward County. How you doing, Rodney? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, I'm calling from Broward County. I want to make a clear statement. I'm an immigrant, I'm a Latino, and I'm a full Trump supporter. I came to this country 13 years ago and with $200 in my pocket, and I slept five weeks, I'm sorry, five months on my brother's couch. Now I'm working as a manager in a, in a big company. I will not say the name. But this is the only country in the world you can do that. I know what socialism is. You Americans don't want that thing on your back here. I come from a country that it was uh, a ground war of the, of the Cold War. It was Nicaragua. Oh, yeah. I was taught to hate, I was taught to hate America. Yeah. Because their, their anthem says we fight against the Yankees, enemies of the mankind. And trust me. Me coming to this country and seeing what Donald Trump has done for this country, that guy will win for landslide, and the Latino vote will support him because one 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 thing, the people who's vocal like me in the Latino community is a few. Oh, yeah, Rodney, so listen. Most of the Trumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're right about that. And the and the thing about the Latino community, the buzzword for them, the thing that will send them running to the other side faster than anything else is socialism. Because there's so many socialist dictators in so many Latino countries that that Latino Americans have fled from. They hear that word socialism, and it doesn't matter if it's a it doesn't matter if it's a fluffy bunny running on the Republican ticket. They're not going to vote for the Democrat. That's 100 percent true. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for your call. We really appreciate it. And congratulations. 
And I'm sure your brother is excited that you're finally off of his couch um, as well. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Debbie in Missouri. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Oh, fine. How are you? Great, Debbie. What do you want to say real quick? Well, I just want to say that I'm a woman. I'm Hispanic. And, you know, we have conservative values. And I'm voting for Trump. My whole family is voting for Trump. But I've got to tell you, I'm sure there's a silent majority because, you know, we can't put out any Trump signs, even though I live in, live in the suburbs. Yeah. Can't say anything on Facebook uh, because, you know, uh, you know, there's all these trolls and they say nasty things to you if you say you're a Trump supporter. No, that is true. And the other, the other problem is, you know, I'm also, uh, my husband was a retired, is a policeman. He's retired. And, uh, you know, you can't say anything pro-police on Facebook because they come and egg your house. I mean, it's just crazy. There's got to be, there's a silent majority out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, have you, <laughs> have you seen the meme of the Trump sign? And it says, you know, Trump pants in the front, and then they, the next picture is the back, and somebody taped, like, five mouse traps to the back in case someone tries to grab. I don't know. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying if someone really did that, that'd be kind of, that'd be genius. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls. Oh, and Nancy Pelosi literally said there should be no debates. We'll play that audio here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Today is a very sad day for me. I used to be a huge Jim Gaffigan fan, but after his rant on Twitter last night, I just cannot. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan apparently uh, lost his cool. Like, this is the most chill guy in the history of the world, right? He's all about being a dad now. And apparently he went off and got all vulgar about Donald Trump or something. Yet. I don't follow Jim Gaffigan. Uh, I never liked the guy, you know, personally. But uh, he does seem apparently now to be a huge never-Trumper. Oh, the other Josh has found it. Uh, Jim Gaffigan wrote on Twitter, look, Trumpers, look, Trumpers, I get it. As a kid, I was a Cubs fan, and I know you stick by your team no matter what, but he's a traitor and a con man who doesn't care about you. Deep down, you know it. I'm sure you enjoy pissing people off, but you know Trump is a liar and a criminal. That's one of like 19 tweets. It just gets, yeah, you can make it as big as you want. Uh, but I mean, he just went off on this Twitter rant yesterday for some reason. And the consensus is that Donald Trump is is so good and his speech last night was so inspiring and he's so close to being re-elected for another four years that even Jim Gaffigan is cracking. <laughs> like you get the and he never he never went vulgar. He never cussed. And here he is dropping F-bombs on Twitter. And uh, and it seems definitely like it seems definitely like everyone like the cracks are starting to show in the Democrat Party that you, you can tell things are getting bad. Because Nancy Pelosi yesterday called for no debates. Now, we knew this was coming. This is not a shock. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was probably going to happen right around this time. Because and, and the, you know, the timeline is is uh, you've got the conventions, the Democrat convention where they formally nominate Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You've got the Republican convention where they formally renominate Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Now that both of those have happened, the next big thing is the debates. And one month from now, there's supposed to be a debate the first debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump is supposed to happen. So we know that there's only four weeks. There's only four weeks for the Democrats how to figure out what, in, you know, they've got to figure out now, these Democrats, they've only got four weeks to figure out how to keep Joe Biden off this debate stage with Donald Trump. 
And it's tricky. They can't just say he's too weak to do it or he's too sick to do it because, well, no one's going to vote for a weak, sick president. They don't want that. They, he's got to show strength. Um, but he's still got to he's still got to avoid a one on one confrontation with Donald Trump because he'll get walloped. So Nancy Pelosi was giving a um, giving a press conference and some reporter. I don't even know who it was total plant, by the way. But she begins by saying, I'm so glad you asked me this question. And it's a total plant question. This is this is how these things work. The Democratic operatives figure out what they want Nancy Pelosi to say about the debates. They call a reporter and they say, OK, Nancy's going to call on you. It's going to be the last question you have to ask about Joe Biden in the debates. And then Nancy can go into her pre-programmed answer. And all of a sudden it lays the groundwork and the foundation for the story they're going to use to keep Joe Biden home four weeks from today. So here's what Nancy Pelosi said about the debates. I myself just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden. I don't think that there should be any debates. I don't. Th First of all, you don't have to worry about anybody telling Joe Biden because he'll just forget in like 20 minutes anyway. Second of all, we know you don't think there should be any debates because last time around your candidate got clobbered by Donald Trump. And this time around, you have a candidate who is uh, mentally less stable, physically less stable, incoherent, and has probably even a worse record than your last candidate. So, of course, you don't think there should be any debates. Any debate, Joe Biden debating Donald Trump live in prime time on network television for the entire world to see is the end of his campaign. And they knew it was coming. They were trying to push it off as much as long as they could. And now they're staring down the barrel at this shotgun that is going to take the life of their presidential hopes. That's exact. And that's why Nancy Pelosi is saying there shouldn't be any debates. But again, you need a valid reason. So here is what the Democrat think tank has come up with as the reason Joe Biden should avoid debating Donald Trump. I do not think that the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody should, and has any association with truth evidence, data, and facts. Oh, truth, evidence, data, and facts. Four things that the Democrats have no knowledge of. Uh, but they're claiming Donald Trump doesn't know it. There should not be, basically, he's saying, she's saying, basically what Nancy Pelosi is saying is that Joe Biden debating Donald Trump would be a, would be a travesty. That he shouldn't lower himself because Donald Trump is a liar and a lech and he doesn't know the facts and he doesn't know the truth. And why would somebody as honest and upright and forthcoming as Joe Biden ever stoop to the levels to bring himself to debate Donald Trump, who also happens to be the president of the United States? I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him nor a debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. So now what they're trying to do is show Donald Trump as illegitimate. And they're saying if Do Joe Biden can't debate Donald Trump because he's an illegitimate president. Joe Biden can't debate Donald Trump because he brings nothing legitimate to the table. Everything he says is a lie. His entire platform is built on lies. All he does is lie. There's Joe Biden sharing the stage with Donald Trump would illegitimize Joe Biden. That's their, That's why they're going to keep him at home. That's how they're going to keep him locked in the basement on September 29th. I think that he'll probably act in a way that is beneath the dignity of the presidency. He does that every day. This coming from a woman, by the way, who called Republicans domestic enemies. And, oh, yeah, let's not forget how she tore up her copy of the State of the Union address live on camera 
in the House of Representatives, seated at the podium or seated right behind the presidential podium on live TV. But it's the president who acts in uh, without dignity. Of course. Of course he does. This is probably one of my favorite lines. And this is uh, this is another one of the big reasons. Here's here's basically in a nutshell what the Democrats are going to do to try to get Joe Biden. This is their doctor's note. Like, we're sorry Joe Biden couldn't come to the debates because Donald Trump is a lech. But I think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about. And they're not to be about uh, the skullduggery on the part of somebody who has no um, respect for the office he holds. The, the, the debates are not supposed to be about skullduggery. Do they? What is with the, these old Democrats? Joe Biden's on, on the No Malarkey Express. Nancy Pelosi saying this shouldn't be an exercise in skullduggery. Do they have like some old person dictionary that they just go to whenever they need a new word? Like, oh, just see, what do we what do, do we use malarkey? No, do you, Joe use that. How about skullduggery? What about shenanigans? Oh, I know. How about uh, how about some funny business or underhanded hanky panky? That's a good. We'll save that one for next time. <laughs> I'm waiting for kerfuffle to make its return. Anyway, so we've got so we've got all this stuff happening now, and you've got Donald Trump who is eager and willing and ready to debate Joe Biden, and Nancy Pelosi is out there saying this cannot happen because Joe Biden is better than this. If Joe Biden asked you what I thought about it, I don't think that he should dignify that conversation with Donald Trump. No, it would just be a it would just be a bunch of funny business shenanigans 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 there's not gonna be any debate joe biden was asked about this by the way joe biden was asked about this particular quote from nancy pelosi he has another way to get out of the debates and we'll share that with you here in just a minute quick break 855-765-1045 stay tuned more of the mark show coming up on 104.5 wokv Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Jackson Riverside, he's been waiting very patiently to speak. Hey, jo- uh, Jack, how are you? Jack, you there? Hey, how are you? Hey, man, what's up? Uh, I'm lying. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Are you hey, all right? You sound, like, you sound like Yeah, I dropped the phone. Oh, you dropped the phone. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll pick it back yeah. up. Hey, oh. I, I just wanted to say I listened to his speech last night. I thought it was great. It was awe-inspiring, and uh, it provided a plan for what uh, what he's going to do in the next four years. Yeah. Um, well, that's what it was supposed to do, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's great. One thing that kind of aggravates me is uh, not with him, but as far as, you know, like, uh, you know, Lou Holtz getting up there and making this speech and then immediately, you know, the college he used to work for immediately distancing themselves from them. Um, I, I didn't agree with that, and I don't think they, I don't think Lou Holtz got up there and spoke for him. I think he got there speaking as a, uh, you know, the religious organization he is, and, um, I just was a little bit aggravated by that last night. But other than that, I think it was great. Yeah, no, Jack, I really appreciate You know what? It's interesting to me because uh, one of the things that the media loves to – here's what's going to happen the next couple of weeks. We're, we're gearing up for this debate, which probably won't happen, and um, we'll tell you why here in just a minute. But the uh, the interesting thing is how the Democrats, they can't seem to get their story straight. 
they talk about how Republicans are bad and Republicans are horrible and the Republicans do this and that and the other. And Republicans just want to, you know, we're, we're living under this cloak of darkness. And then all these Republicans say, you're right. We don't like Donald Trump. We're going to vote for Biden. And all of a sudden they love Republicans and they bring these Republicans over to speak at their convention and whatnot. Well, which is it? Are Republicans horrible, evil people or do you want to embrace them and bring them over? Because I don't you know, I, you're, you can't play it both ways. Uh, but what Donald Trump did yesterday and what he said yesterday and what this entire RNC has been about, it's been clear. It's setting up the next four years as a referendum on Joe Biden's last 40. And Joe Biden, for the last 40 years, he's got nothing to show for his political life except a bunch of except a bunch of like, you know, really awkward moments where he's saying bizarre things and, and sniffing little girls and, you know, just stuff that, you know, and people are like, oh, you can't bring that. Up. He's not a, a, a pedophile. I didn't say that. I said he's done some bizarre things, and I don't think that they're appropriate uh, moving into the present. Not only that, though, it, weird things aside, all right, sniff whoever you want. Grab whoever's wife you want. If they don't care, what business is it of mine? If you grab some dude's wife in, in at the White House or massage her shoulders and that guy doesn't slug you, then I don't care. It's not my wife. So you do you, Joe. But here's the thing. You can't step up here and act like your 80-year-old self with your lower mental capacity than usual is going to be the right choice to keep America strong and safe and economically viable for the next four years. And that's the big argument that Donald Trump spoke to last night. Joe Biden is weak. He takes his marching orders from liberal hypocrites who drive their cities into the ground while fleeing far from the scene of the wreckage. And that's basically what it is. You have to, I mean, and, you know, the, the backdrop of what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Minneapolis, and all these other places, it's the perfect, it's the perfect campaign uh, ad for Donald Trump. Like, he doesn't need, you know, they talked about how Donald Trump, he marched to the church and he held up the Bible because he wanted this footage for his campaign ads. And Donald Trump, he sent the federal agents into Portland because he just wanted footage for his campaign ads. Donald Trump doesn't need footage for his campaign ads. The fires and the and the looting and the rioting in all these cities, all just CNN's nightly news coverage and Fox News's nightly news coverage. That's all the footage he needs to guarantee reelection in the United States of America, because the people in cities that are affected by this terrible lawlessness, like Seattle, like Portland, like Minneapolis, like Kenosha, Wisconsin, like Chicago, like New York City, the people that live in those cities, they definitely don't want four more years of that crap. And the people that live in nice, safe places where that hasn't happened because they have strong mayors and police departments and sheriff's offices and law enforcement and governors like, oh, I don't know, Florida. I mean, those people, they definitely don't want that coming to their state. So they're going to continue to support the president who supports law enforcement. I mean, it's a real cut and dry. It's a real cut and dry example. You know, and, and I think that I think that Joe Biden, he doesn't understand that the more he sides with the progressives and the radical left, the worse it looks for him. Of course, there's a lot Joe Biden doesn't understand because he doesn't. Even, he, Anderson Cooper Anderson Cooper yesterday took up like 30 minutes of the uh, of the convention and he started to talk. He did this whole interview with Joe Biden and he asked Joe Biden about what was going on um, with the Blake case in Wisconsin. And Joe Biden had no idea what he was talking about, about the shooting of Mr. Blake. He's talked about uh, violence at protesters, uh, protests in the wake of it. Um, I'm wondering why you think that is that he hasn't actually addressed it. There's obviously. A lot we do not know about the circumstances around it, but uh, the video obviously has been out there. 
All right, so he's asking, Anderson Cooper's asking Joe Biden, why do you think Donald Trump hasn't um, hasn't addressed the shooting of James Blake by this police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin? Joe Biden talks about a totally different shooting. Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid, uh, exactly what he did. But allegedly he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? The answer is yes, I have. And the the question that you are asked was about James Blake, who was the black man shot by the white cop seven times in the back, not the white kid from Illinois who shot protesters who were allegedly attacking him in the street. Joe Biden, the, the most I'll tell you, the most honest thing I've ever heard Joe Biden say was at the beginning of this interview with Joe, with uh, Anderson Cooper when he said this. Well, look, I don't know enough to know. Whether- yeah, stop right there. I don't know enough to know. He's not being Joe Biden's Joe Biden's entire day is based on checking out the notes, making sure that he he's coherent enough to do whatever Zoom call he's doing, trying to keep his energy up for the campaigning that's going to happen in maybe a week or so. Joe Biden doesn't even have the energy to get these daily briefings and understand what's going on in the country. I mean, this is not somebody that can handle the weight of the office of the presidency. 855-765-1045. All right, got to take a quick break. Do we have some fake news Friday today? We sure do. Wow, look at that. The t- where is the time gone? 855-765-1045. Fake news Friday is coming up. We need two contestants, please. Give us a buzz. We'll do it next on 104.5 WOKD. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. By the way, before we get to uh, I, by, by the way, before we get to the game today, which is called Fake News Friday, we do, I did promise to tell you why Joe Biden is not going to debate. Nancy Pelosi literally just said that it would I mean it would just it would devolve and it would Joe Biden th- th- he shouldn't lower himself to get on stage with Donald Trump because Don, Donald Trump uh, has no dignity. But I think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about. And they're not to be about uh, skullduggery on the part of somebody who has no um, respect for the office he holds. I I mean, I think literally that's what debates are about. It's about someone saying you're horrible for this job because of this and someone else saying you're horrible. I mean, that's what debates have been for really. And that's the one that I mean, I I don't know really what skullduggery means, but debate. I'm pretty sure we have all we all pretty much know uh, what that covers. Uh, but Joe Biden, he said, look, he's all gung ho about debating. However, he's starting to put stipulations on it himself. And the way you get out of something, trust me, because I, I get out of a lot of meetings, is uh, I basically say, hey, I'll come to this meeting, but there needs to be lunch. And if they say there's no lunch, I go, well, I have low blood sugar. I need to get some. I pl- go like full diva. And so, you know, you put stipulations on things. And if they don't meet your stipulations, then you just back out entirely. That's what Joe Biden is starting to do. Nancy Pelosi is setting the scene for no debates by saying there should be no. Literally, those were the words that came out of her mouth. There should be no debates. I myself just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden. I don't think that there should be any debates. There should not be any debates. Well, Joe Biden is not going to that extreme yet, but he is going to set the stage for some you know, if you I will debate, but is how he's going to start uh, arguing his his um, his stance here in the next four weeks. And here's what he said. The debates are going to take place. I've been recommended to me by a number of very 
uh, competent people who know their way around, including leading Republicans, that I shouldn't debate Trump unless there's a fact checker uh, on the ground. I mean, in there in the debate saying that's true, that's not true. All right. So now Joe Biden, he says he'll debate, but he wants a fact checker. So instead of Joe Biden and Donald Trump debating the issues and explaining why they're the best people for the job, there now needs to be a third person, kind of a Joe Biden backup, if you will. So if Donald Trump says something that Joe Biden doesn't think is true or Joe Biden may not even know if it's true or not, he can pause, call in the fact checker and the fact checker can then do his job for him. Maybe the fact checker should be running for president. Shouldn't Joe Biden know the facts as he sees them? Joe Biden, they're going to put stipulations on these debates. And what's going to happen is they're going to say there needs to be a fact checker. And Donald Trump's going to say no. Uh, or he's going to say, we'll do a fact checker, but you've got to give me a cup of urine because I'm going to drug test you before we go on stage. There's going to be these stipulations put on it by the Democrat Party. And when Donald Trump says no, you can either debate or stay home. They're going to say, well, we tried, but Donald Trump is trying to twist these debates into skullduggery. This is what it's not going to happen. September 29th. I don't even know what day of the week is that. What day of the week is it? Uh, Friday. Is it a Friday? I have no idea. I'll I don't think though. it is. Look let's, it up. Let's look. We're going to be watching something else on TV because there ain't going to be no debate. 855-765-1045. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some fake news Friday, Tuesday. shall we? What is? Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. Is uh, September 29th? Tuesday. We'll be watching, I don't even know what's on on Tuesday. Tuesday. We'll be watching uh, uh, Million Dollar Listing LA. This is Alice in Arlington, Texas. Hi, Alice. How are you? Hi, how are you? Great. Alice, are you ready to play some fake news Friday? <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. You're not sure what that is? <laughs> No. Oh, this will be fun. This will be fun. Joe in Orange Park, how are you doing? Marvelous. Oh, Joe, are you ready to play Fake News Friday? Absolutely. Great. All right, Alice. Uh, Joe, here's how this works. I'm going to read you some headlines one by one, Alice. We're going to go one at a time. I'll read you a headline, and all you have to do is tell me, is it real news or is it fake news? Okay? Because it's tough to tell these days. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Alice, I'll give you the headline, and then all you do is say real news or fake news. And if you get it right, you have a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game will win. Got it? All right. All right, here we go. We're gonna, do you want to start, Alice, or do you want Joe to start so you can kind of get a feel for it? Um, it's all right. Either way. Okay, all right. Well, we'll start with you then. Okay, here we go. Whoever's listening, by the way, if you could just turn your radio or your computer down. That way we can just we can all listen through the phone. It'll make it a lot easier. Uh, all right, Alice, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Oh, hold on, wait. I am not ready. Let me get the music going. There we go. All right, Alice. Here we go. As part of a settlement with Nick Sandman, the Covington kid, CNN hosts are allowed to talk badly about him as long as they're wearing MAGA hats at the time. False. <laughs> You think that's fake news? Yes. You don't even want to think about it? No. You are fake news. natural. That is, that is absolutely right. Good job, Alice. Wow, you got it right out of the gate. Okay, here we go. Joe, are you ready for your first one? Yes. I'll tell you what, you got some stiff competition, Joe. I'm just saying. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. Real news or fake news, Joe? Several anonymous journalists have admitted they're supporting Biden so they won't have to work as hard over the next four years. Is that real news or fake news? Some journalists anonymously admitting that they're supporting Joe Biden just so they won't have to work as hard over the next four years. 
That would be true. That seems like it would be true. Unfortunately, that is false. Oh, that fake news. I'll be honest with you. It, it, but it is hard work making up all these news stories every day. <laughs> it is hard work. That's okay. still anyone's game. All right, Alice, back to you. Are Can you, I give you one? Can You You want to oh, give me one? What a switch. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm supposed to guess if it's fake or real. Yeah. All right, Aaron, let's see. Here we go. Go ahead, Alice. Children in Mansfield, Texas are required to watch CNN to do research for homework. I'm going to go with true. Oh, you got a point. Oh, yeah. Wow. So Mark's tied now. Is, this is great. Alice, <laughs> you and I are leading Joe by 1-1-0. One, one, this is fantastic. <laughs> all right. Alice, are you ready for your next one? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Listen carefully. After a dust-up with President Trump on Twitter, Goodyear has announced they are now only selling tires for the left side of the car. False. <laughs> you sure? Fake news. You think that's fake news? Yes. You are fake news. That is correct. That is nicely done, Alice. All right. <laughs> Hi, I need uh, four tires for my car. I'm sorry, we can only sell you the left front and the left rear. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll try somewhere else. All right, Joe, you're down two to nothing to one, by the way. Right. right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Comedian Kevin Hart went off on NBC after they mistook him for Olympic athlete Usain Bolt. Is that real news or is that fake news? Fake news. <laughs> you think that's fake news? Yeah. Sorry, that is real news. That, that, mm. that actually happened. NBC posted a photo of Usain Bolt. And mentioned uh, it, and it said it was Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart went went off on Twitter because he's about half the size and way slower <laughs> than Usain Bolt. Uh, but yeah, no, it's still listen. It's still it's still uh, it's getting tighter, but it's still you know you still got a show. Let's uh, let's go back to Alice here, shall we? Alice, are you ready yeah. for your next one? I am. All right, Alice. Listen, it's two to nothing to one. So if you if you get this one right, okay, then you uh, will win the game. Are you ready? All right. Here we go. Nation's cats. Nation's cats have shown a preference for Donald Trump in hopes that their American owners will go back to work and leave them alone. <laughs> False news. Nation's cats are supporting Donald Trump so their neighbors will go back, their owners will go back to work and leave them alone. Do you think that's fake news? Yeah. Oh, that fake news. Congratulations, Alice. Uh, that is fake news with a score of three to zero to one. Oh, you close. win. Nicely done. Bravo. Great job. Right. Great job. Hang tight. We're gonna uh, we're gonna find something nice for you, Joe. You played a heck of a game, and uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I did too badly either. So <laughs> you were one for one. I, I got a hundred percent of my questions right. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick, that was fun. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Marque Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk.
This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. Uh, before we get out of here, we should hit you with this one more time because it's uh, just so awe-inspiring. From Washington, D.C., welcome to the 2020 Republican National Convention. Tonight, celebrating America as the land of promise. With his boundless love of our country and all our people, his disciplined work ethic, his exceptional ability to inspire, and his deep understanding of our system of government and the strength of American values is the man we can trust to preserve and even improve our way of life. He is one of the most loyal human beings I have ever met. The man has unstoppable energy. No one, and I mean no one, is going to outwork this guy. But most importantly, he truly loves and believes in our country. He believes in the people of this country. He sees greatness in our country, too, and in each of you. He believes the world you dream about at night can be yours. He truly is a man of the people. He is so unapologetic about his beliefs that he has caused me and countless Americans to take a hard look at our own convictions and ask ourselves, what do we stand for? What kind of America do we want to leave for our children? As we come tonight, our country is facing trouble. Tens of thousands are in the path of a deadly storm. The pandemic has gripped millions of hearts with fear. We're divided. Joe Biden is weak. He's a Trojan horse with Bernie, AOC, Pelosi, Black Lives Matter, and his party's entire left wing just waiting to execute their pro-criminal, anti-police, socialist policies. You are the reason my father fights with all of his heart and all of his might. You are the reason he ran for president in the first place. And you are the reason he is going to keep fighting for four more years. We will make America safer. We will make America stronger. We will make America prouder. And we will make America greater than ever before. And then the fireworks spelled out Trump 2020 over the late night D.C. sky. I'll tell you, man, you, you want to talk about a convention. It wasn't like that in Cleveland. That's for that's for gosh darn sure. Eight, five, five, seven, six. Five. Imagine what it would have been like here in Jacksonville. Think about that. What you saw on the White House lawn. Imagine we would have had that at Star Veterans Memorial Arena, although I don't think you can actually light fireworks off inside Five Star Veterans Memorial Arena, but maybe outside, maybe over the St. John's River, that would have been that would have been lovely. That's it. There's no more conventions. There was the DNC, the RNC. Now it's full campaign mode. Well, for the Republicans, Joe Biden's going to take another week and a half, and then after Labor Day, after his barbecue and stuff, after he gets the energy, he's going to head out on the campaign trail as well and try to convince him. It's down to the white man. Look, you've got the polls tightening. I mean, they are. There are some polls where Joe Biden has a one percent lead nationwide there are polls where donald trump is pulling ahead in crucial swing states if you live in florida you're going to get a lot of visits from donald trump and maybe joe biden or someone from his campaign in the next 10 weeks if you live in ohio or wisconsin or michigan if you live in pennsylvania it, new hampshire is where donald trump's going four electoral votes but a state that is very winnable that is very winnable for donald trump one that he almost won last time around minnesota forget about it minnesota could go to the Republicans for the first time since 1976. And it's all because of what's been going on in Minneapolis. It's all because of George Floyd. It's all because of defunding the police. This race is, I mean, this is really the beginning of the race. 
People have been talking about Joe Biden having this lead forever. Now that the conventions are over and we actually officially have our candidates, we've actually named who their vice presidential picks are going to be. Now the campaign starts. We've got four weeks, four weeks to a debate, supposedly, unless Nancy Pelosi gets her way. Four weeks from now, we are going to see Joe Biden, Donald Trump head to head in what should be one of the most epic debates in political history. I wonder if there'll be fireworks for that, probably, but different than probably not the kind we saw. Last, totally different set of fireworks. Listen, have a great weekend. But join us Monday morning. We'll be back. Uh, whatever happens over the weekend, we don't know what it's going to be yet, but we'll be ready to cover it right here Monday morning at 10 a.m. on the Marquee Show. Stay tuned. We got traffic. You got weather. You got the news. And you've got Rush Limbaugh all next on 104.5 WOKV.